Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast of In Case You Missed It. We're Jason and Tony. In case you missed it this morning, Tom Wopat was supposed to call in. and You know, he plays Luke Duke from the Dukes of Hazard. He didn't call in. We, we got stood up, but um, I tried to make it up to Tony by being fake Tom Wopat, Tom Lopat. Holy cow, I can't believe we're on the phone with Tom Lopat. Good morning, Tom. Hey, hey there, Tony. It's generic Tom Wopat, Tom Lopat. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy you called. To think that we were excited about talking to, you know, Tom Wopat, you know, that guy who played Luke Duke on the Dukes of Hazard. Well, you know, he's all well and good, but I don't know if you've seen my show, uh, The Poops of Hazard. I was Luke Poop. Yeah, Poops of Hazard was, was huge in, like, Boma. Yeah, it was real big. Cousin Dizzy, everybody loves Cousin Dizzy. And, uh, Boss Swine, uh, he, well, he was something else, wasn't he? And, and uh, boy, and, uh, oh, Sheriff, uh, Sheriff uh, Roscoe C. Coltrane. <laughs> Uh, he was a good actor too. Yeah, James Borst wasn't that who played? Yeah, what? Tony, that's exactly who it was. Well, you're really <laughs> up on your Pooks of Hazard trivia. I'm familiar that's... with all Hazard, the Dukes, and the Pooks of Hazard. Hey, I have a couple of questions if you had the time, Tom Lopat. Uh, Tony, I would love to answer your questions. Let's hear them. So, when you were a kid, what did you want to be? Uh, I wanted to be a member of the B team. Uh, it was uh, another show that came on right after us. Uh, it was kind of like the A team, but it was the B team. I really wanted to be Face on there, but they called him Hands on that show. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, whenever you met John Schroeder, the mm-hmm. uh, bow on the Pooks of Hazard. Did yes, you say great actor and great singer too? Many hits. Uh, I think he sang uh, on Cripple Creek once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, when you saw him, did you say right away, "Oh yeah, that's my cousin right there"? Yeah, I did. Well, actually, uh, I thought he was my cousin. We're both from Alabama, so it gets a little muddy. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about cousin Dizzy? I know she's your cousin, but did you have to remind yourself on the set, oh, yeah, I can't kiss that one? Well, Tony, it's acting. You know, she wasn't really my cousin, but uh, we were never romantically involved. So, uh, uh, now, I will say I did have a tryst with the woman who played Boss Swine's wife on the show. She, I just uh, couldn't keep my hands off Boss Swine's wife. There was a lot of love in that lady. Um, there was, and she could cook some. So, uh, were were you and Joe Pook allowed to spit out the window of the car, or did y'all have to sit in there with an empty can? Uh, well, we had two cans uh, in there, uh, one for spit and one for pee. You know, it was, it was hard to get out. Uh, you know, the, the Colonel Lee didn't really have, you know, he couldn't open the doors on the Colonel Lee, so... Um, most time we just tried to pee and spit in there. It took a long time for those scenes to get uh, to get cut. You know what I mean? So we had to stay in the car for a long time. Yeah, probably a lot of editing. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of editing. Yeah, you're right, Tony. 
when y'all were coming up with the yeehaw, was it always yeehaw, or did y'all ever have anything else like a yay? Well, in one episode uh, when we first started, I think it was the second episode, we tried to to do a little different, and uh, my suggestion was. <laughs> Then they said that was too long. Got it. Got it. Well, uh, Tom Lopat, we know you're busy because it's huge. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, man, with your. I got a. Uh, me and uh, 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 John Schroeder, uh, we, we'll be at a uh, turkey tasting contest uh, a little later on this afternoon. Uh, uh-huh. Well, it's really not a jerky tasting contest. We're just going to meet at the airport marathon and. Try out some different jerky. <laughs> we're calling it that. Yeah. Well, like I said, your list is so long, and and I know your phone has to ring constantly. So we'll let you oh, get yeah. back to your your uh, Academy Award winning actor status, Tom Lopat. All right. Well, thanks, Tony. Thanks for the interview. Tell Jason I said hi. That he's got great hair and teeth. Yeah, I'll tell him. Tony's check engine light came on this morning. Well, I hope you had a better ride in than mine. Yeah, what? I didn't check engine light come on. Did it? Yes. Uh. But it's the good news about this is, and I Googled it in my owner's manual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you read it? Or in your <laughs> well, Google? Well, no, oh, the, oh. the one in the glove box is paper. You can Google them, yeah, too. Uh-huh. They're on the, the internet. Yeah, everything is. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> my Honda has two, though. Uh-huh. See, and that's the cool thing is that to, my yellow one, the check engine, uh, oh, it hasn't okay. went orange. It's at yellow, so that's kind of like, you know, check engine. That's a great idea. I always thought that the check engine light should have a, a second light, you know, because the mm-hmm. first would be like, check your engine. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should check your engine. You know, just a suggestion. Hey, buddy, it's your car. Check your engine. engine. Uh-huh. And then there... Once that goes for a while, because I don't know about you, I'll ride for years with my check engine light on, <laughs> and then and then have one that comes up later that's like seriously, no, no check yeah. your engine. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger, a little bit yeah. redder. Yeah, it's and, a problem. And for men, you know, have one that says "Hey, bro." Yeah, you know, a little "Hey, bro" light. Yeah, hey, well, bro. The, well, the check engine light is kind of like your mom or your wife. You know, hey, take out the trash. Hey, take out the trash. Yeah. Seriously, take out the trash. <laughs> it goes red. Right. Right. Yeah. And then there'd need to be another lot after that that said, I told you so. <laughs> what you broke down on the side of the road. Yeah, told you so. <laughs> told you to check the engine. And what did you do? Oh, you didn't do anything, oh. did you? You didn't check the engine. That's right. Also gave you a brand new social media theater today. Hello, I'm Tudor Balustrade. Welcome to Social Media Theatre, showcasing drama at its most profound and perfunctory. With this week's episode, here are Jason and Tony. Okay, time for Social Media Theatre. This is one of those, uh, this comes from Justin, by the way, and Justin put out one of those, you know, comment when you met me and you like me and I need comments kind of thing. You know, you see those all the time. I hate those. And uh, and his dad gets him in the end. So uh, let's go ahead and go. Uh, Tony, you play Justin. I'll play Justin's friend Mike. You'll play Justin's friend, uh, friend Chris. And I'll play Justin's dad, Ted. 
All right. right, let's go. All right. Justin, comment when you first met me, how old we were and what you thought. Mike, 16, summer school and high school, thought you were cool. Chris, seventh grade science, Miss Morrison. Ted, Justin's dad. Nine months before you were born, I brought you on a date and you left with your mom. Join us again next time for Social Media Theater on most of this same radio station with Jason and Tony. Grandpa stopped by. It's always fun. What in the gold dang world's going on out there? I saw where they're teaching kids about the birds and the bees in kindergarten. What kind of communists are taking over this country? Teaching our kids about sexual education at that age? That's downright ridiculous! Back in my day, you didn't have none of this sexual education in school. You learned about it like other kids. You found out about it on the streets from your friends. And you went home and asked mom and dad about it and they said, Shut up! That's dirty talk! Those were the days! Then you went to a drive-in movie and you tried a few things in the back seat of a Buick and you got married! That's just the way you did it! None of this stupid school's teaching you about it! Wonder what the test looks like! Probably a bunch of dirty, filthy pictures! Here's a brand new word of the day. Hope you enjoy it. And now, to expand your vocabulary, Jason and Tony present Tony's Word of the Day. Slobber sickles. Slobber sickles are what develops on Eskimo chins when they French kiss their sweeties. Slobber sickles. Last Tony's word of the day. Tony brought his A-game today for the best country lyric never written. And now, Jason and Tony present the best country music lyrics that were never written. My girlfriend dumped me when she heard the story of how I learned I had them kids on that episode of Maury. (laughs) That was the best country music lyrics never written from Jason and Tony. And we'll leave you with today's Real Good. There's a guy in Austin, Texas. His name is David Carter. He's in his mid-60s and the guy's been homeless uh, off and on for the past few decades. But here's the deal. Poor dude. He's like a really, 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 really smart guy. And uh, and life, you know, just down on his luck, it happened. He was a student at the University of Texas until he dropped out in 1975. Since then, he's struggled with addiction and schizophrenia. He's had to beg for money to get by. But late last year, a journalism student named Ryan Chandler interviewed him for an assignment on homelessness in Austin. Neato. Then his piece got published in the school's official alumni alumni newspaper. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did a story on him, too. And now, 44 years after David dropped out, Ryan is helping him go back to college. Oh, my goodness. They uh, dropped out. They tracked down uh, David, the homeless guy's old transcript, and found that he's 64 credit hours away from a fine arts degree, which is roughly a year's worth of classes. So Ryan petitioned the school to let him back in. (gasps) 
and they did awesome is that uh ryan and david were hoping to get a pell grant to cover uh his tuition but then an anonymous alumni member came forward and just paid for it all uh, this is one real good it's just i mean it just more, keeps getting get better, better right yeah. uh he's uh, majoring in studio art his first class is tomorrow way to go that ha- right. i mean i know it doesn't cure his homeless i know some of you well he's still gonna be homeless well hey this is this, this is, is some belief in him you so. never know what the spark is that puts the person to the next step that gets them to the next step that gets them to the next step yeah he's still homeless but he's going to be a college educated college graduate because of the niceness of people and you just don't know what how that's going to change a man that's right i love this inspired me i needed to hear that absolutely to uh ryan the uh, college kid who got this whole thing started and to david and believed in this homeless man uh to going back and uh getting some stuff done hopefully take the next step to out of homelessness y'all are real Real good. good all right well that wraps up today's podcast hope you enjoyed it thanks so much for listening to in case you missed it